Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is Dr. Dr. Sharon Hayes, your host here this morning. Just want to greet all of you in the office of the faith and the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And thank God this morning for this brand new day that we've never seen. Amen. Welcome, welcome all of you this morning. Amen. Pray that the day just be a blessing to you. If it is a day that the Lord has made, I pray you don't wait until the battle is over. You begin to shout now the victory that God has given it to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Just honored to be with you this morning. Thank God this morning tonight. Thank God this morning that we rose in our right mind. You know, with the activity of our damn freedom, who we have in our being this morning. All the causes of mercy and truth this morning. And grace and truth this morning have allowed us to be together this morning. Thank you. 
they can get saved by it. And guess what? The, the fruit should always be the number one factor to determine you know, what kind of spirit it came from. You know, just that simple. Uh, but the word preach did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So we know faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if you're not operating in faith, that means you just really not get that string of board of hearing the word the way the scriptures that you hear. You hear it with your natural ear. You start perceiving it. You start trying to interpret it. You start to take trying to do a private interpretation. And do, these are usually the ones who follow those who teach and preach the word of God that say, I thought I heard you say this. You know, what the word is saying right there. I'm not saying they're bad people. It's just saying that they, that the, the word that's preached did not profit them. So they got to put that little plug in that I thought I heard you say this. You know, you know instead of saying, can you repeat what you just said? Because I want to make sure I understand it. See, that's the difference. That's that fine line. They rather say, but I thought I, I thought you said this. I'm not mistaken. Oh, you were mistaken because the scripture said it did profit them. And it's because if you mix a little bit of faith with it, you know, then you can think like this that the Lord will. If the Lord will, I mean, you heard that it was God's word. And if He's willing, boom, there's faith and faith right there. If the Lord is willing, Shadow of things that can't be 
not going to be able to totally per- perceive and understand all that we can be. You know, it's going to be like the important. He said, and go it this way and straightway forget it what matter man. He was. Because you're seeing that reflection. That's the last thing you saw. Usually the last thing somebody heard, the last thing somebody saw is what they remember the most. They don't think on the things that, you know, that fact that Jesus did the same yesterday, the day, and forever. They just think nothing happened in life until they heard it. But they thought it started with them. Oh, no, there's legacy here. There's history here. You know, there's some teaching of old men that, you know, that's been foretold by the prophets, you know, that have not yet been fulfilled being fulfilled and going to be fulfilled. So if we don't encounter those things, man, and learn those things which were written for our learning, we only seeing in part what can what can be. We don't see the whole picture. We don't cause we don't eat the whole that we don't eat the whole end of it. You know, we need to fulfill the old for our for, for us. But if we don't see that it was fulfilled, we'll still be trying to fulfill. We'll be trying to earn salvation by doing everything right instead of operating in grace and faith. Thank you. 
brothers and sisters, you know, that you see every day. Because I, I love you, Dr. Lord, the man is the Lord required to do it, but drop the butt. Drop the butt. You know, and just choose to love everybody all the time. Every situation that you grow and mature in that ability to do that. I mean, I struggle, but I, I got into a rhythm and a habit of always saying, I choose to get along with everybody all the time in every situation. Especially some of my time on that to do this. And I had some characters I had to deal with. It was really, really hard. See the evil, you can see the attacks, you can see them, you know, and just using their position of power trying to inflict hurt on people just because of the color of their skin. And you, you can see the clear picture of existence of institutionalized racism, but you can see it. And it wasn't just all white and black, it was black and black, you know, it was, all, it was a mixture, it was all there for you to see. I didn't want to see it. See, when you become a Christian, your eyes, your eye, your ability to perceive things change. And you hear sounds and you'll be able to understand if those are cold messages in the sound. You know, you can you can you can you know you can you can perceive what they're saying. You know, and they speak in a certain way, you sit there, man, and you're saying, they didn't say what I said, fuck they said. You know, and then you challenge them on the first thing they'll say, but well, that's really not what I meant, that's just what you heard. Exactly. I'm able to discern that spirit that 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 said it, you know. And so it goes on to say that you know, um, you know, uh, you know, forget it. What manner of man he was, you know. You, a lot of times, well, we don't give ourselves credit because Sherry is. When you're dealing with people, there's nothing to understand. You heard it right because that's what we used to be like. That. So that's why we can understand it. When we hear it. We know it's coded. We know what's behind it. Why we used to do it. Sometimes we'll chuckle. As an indicator that, yeah, I'm talking about those days. And I can remember when I had a few of those episodes and experiences. You know, thank you. And then we'll thank God that I'm no longer that old person I used to be. You know, because if they had to deal with the used to be me, they would really be in trouble. They'd get a different response. You know, they're not hard to heart now. We just say, well, I'm going to pray for them. You know, and sometimes we'll get bold and say, sir, man, with all due respect, I just really, to be honest, and tell you how I really feel. What you just said. I, I used to get in trouble by doing that, but you know what? I felt it was my right because if I'm going to be in leadership, sometimes when you're in leadership, you have to take unpopular stands against some stuff. Especially if you say you're a Christian, you serve God. You know the scripture that freed us. It said, you know, we we fear we don't fear what man can do to us. We fear what God can do to us. To not be in a true prayer. You're saved now. You're a new creature now. We walk in the new life now. We fear no man. We don't fear what man can do to us. But God didn't give us the spirit of fear. We give us the spirit of love, power, and sound mind, regardless of what they think of you or think of me. What counts is, is, is this pleasing in the sight of God? And if it is, God will make your enemies be at peace with you. He might take some of them down and replace them with you. I see that stepping stone where you can step up into another level of, 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 of a different reality. But you decide to be faithful over that a few things. You know, and we know now promotions come from God, so we should be expecting that many promotions are coming from God, not some people who think they hold the power. Nothing's going to happen to you as a child of God that God won't allow to happen. And we put so much on you that we know you can't bear it. He's the same God that's the way you escape out of it. He ain't trying to tempt you. He's trying to test our faith. But he wants to know how powerful faith is in a relationship with God. But see, faith has to operate by love in order for it to be genuine faith. We have to love the most. We have to love the commandment. We have to love the do be do with us. Not forcing ourselves to do it. Well, I'm a Christian, I guess I better do it. Uh, that's not the motivation. That's not the reason. This is why we, we, we take this test. We try these spirits so that we'll know now. I'm not going to ask my brother on fire, but I ain't got to make no announcement about it. Sometimes we think we, you know, we, we, we try to use the, the, the scriptures out of context to prove something. And I just put God in remembrance of what he said, and a lot of times I don't have to. I don't have to say it out loud. Sometimes I, don't think. Sometimes I do have to say it out loud. There's a time to speak and there's a time to be quiet. The Bible says over in the book of 2 Chronicles, I want to take chapter 20, you know, verse 20. 
there's times when we, you know, we're, we're required to speak and say something. You know, we don't premeditate a lot of times because that's what gets us in trouble. What I go to and they say one thing, I'm going to give them this, this is exactly what I'm going to say. But we should just let the Holy Spirit lead us, you know, and guide us to give us, say at that time. This, this is where God is taking us to, I believe. But there's going to come a time in these last days where we're not going to be able to prep or premeditate what we're going to say. It's going to happen so suddenly. You're going to have to have, you're going to have to be in do with power the more high. Because you're going to need that spontaneity of the Holy Ghost. You're going to need him to speak on the spot. And this is why the prep is, is being done now for that time, just like it was with Jesus. 30 years of preparation, man, just to be led through the wilderness to get to the temple to open the book and read what was written. But I had to go through the wilderness to get there. So I needed something to lead me to guide me to help me. And so he had to finish everything that he was supposed to be tempted, like we are, and he did, and he was approved by the Father before he made one step into the wilderness. Before you make one step out here to this marketplace, this job, the arena, trying to deal with all these evil spirits out here, we need to make sure that we are fully endued with power and indoctrinated by the God with Jesus Christ and be expecting him to give me what to say on the spot. There have been many a times I got put on the spot. So I made those two things. Well, can I be honest with you? One thing I say as a Christian, I know God and I feel. And usually the response of unsaved people, this is how you discern those spirits that you're dealing with, those who labor on you. They'll say, so I don't want to hear about that more holy gospel. But you ask me what I, what, what I think. That's what I think, being honest. You know, and I always remember there was always maybe one or two people in those studies that would come later and say, I'm thank, I thank God you said that. See, that's how you think about it when you labor more. They'll come seek you out. They'll come validate what you were dealing with. And you'll be like, I appreciate that. I'm going to touch and agree right now that this ain't in this. But this going to turn around. We're going to get quite good. See, when the Holy Spirit is in charge, he's there to help us. See, that's the love of God right there. He makes sure you have a help. He makes sure you're able to bear that fruit even though you're in the midst of that, you know, those kinds of spirits. Because somebody received that fruit. Somebody heard what you said. Somebody was touched by it. Somebody was moved. Some captive was set free by it. They wanted to say it. But God allowed the Holy Spirit to use you to say it for them. Now you're able to discern all those people that you labor among, who's who and what's what. So it goes on to say, now we're going to shift here a little bit, uh, talk about part B of the scripture up here where it says, uh, let me see here where it says, uh, the spirit of truth, part B, which is in part A, and it says here, part B of the scripture, verse 6, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Let's go down there now. So how can I distinguish between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error? Well, anytime the Holy Spirit is speaking, that's the spirit of truth. So right there, you got you got you got the part of the equation that that speaks balance to the rest of the equation. Because if you have the Holy Spirit, everything He's going to do, I share, He's operating, speaking to you, bringing things to remember as the Spirit of Truth. Remember Jesus when He was getting ready, even in the Book of John chapter fourteen, He says, "I want to pray to the Father, and I'm giving you confidence, even the Spirit of Truth." Well, guess what? Any other spirit is the Spirit of Hell. Only it's going to hold up if it's not the Spirit of Truth, if it's not the Holy Ghost, if it's not that God was documenting anything else, just the high thing is coming to try to exalt itself above the knowledge of who God is, and it needs to be arrested. It needs, it needs to be cast out, out of your thoughts because it, it needs the error. That's not the truth you want to bear. That's just God trying to show you what you're up against so you can discern and make a different decision, go in a different direction. It ain't, it ain't for us to uh, make no case about it. Sometimes people stay with the spirit of error so much they forget about the spirit of truth. We just want to harp on what they did, think of what they did wrong, sometimes, sometimes. But we ought to be thanking God. And Lord, I, I'm so glad, Father, you allowed me to see this thing, what I'm up against, for what it is. See, that's, that's to me, it's the approach of the Christian. Not to harbor on 
how evil it was, you know, how devastating it was mentally, let it signify that I know that was the spirit of hell. I know that was God. But don't spend all your don't 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 keep don't keep casting all your energy and prayer on that thing. Don't beat that thing. It's already dead. Because it's like the devil is dead already. Get on the rock, tread upon it, and move on. My job is what am I going to counter that with? The truth. I'm operating this I'm I'm the promoter of the truth. That which is good and honest and true and lovely, that that comes down from above for you. Those in the West are not working. They're not carnal. See, that's where the error deals with the carnality of a reality. And I just recognize it that and I just discern it for what it is, but I don't give no light to it. Just recognize it, say, well, that, that's not a God. And you, know, you might get a little response to feedback that says, don't come in with that old more holy house stuff. That's who I am. You ask me for my thing, I'm telling you, that's not a God. That's an error. You're an error. And don't sit there and debate too many times we get into that debate about it. I, I can prove it to you. I no, let God do all of that. You just point it out and move on. And now I'm proposing the truth. You know, and, and, and I didn't say, well, am I allowed to continue to speak and make my statement all due respect to your rank? I had to be there a lot in this chair. See, the mistake was they allowed a Christian sergeant major to have a platform preaching and teaching the word of the state Who do you think I was going to depend on to give you what to say? The Holy Spirit. The truth. Not the spirit of error. Sometimes I had to bargain with the answer. But sir, with all due respect, you your rank is too quick. And I, and I say something. If they said no, not a problem. I'm subject to them. Amen. Praise Lord. I know what's going to happen. This situation is going to work out together for my good because I'm in here. I'm a part of this thing. I'm not going to perform the other stuff y'all talk about. That's not who I am. I'm stuck on a different problem. You, if you don't want me to speak, but this will be not a problem. You wish you had to let me speak. But see, without truth, you already do. And I'm not going to do anything but say the truth based on the word of God. You shut that door, you got to keep it out. You yourself. You know, it's all like, uh, what is the point of the father? You know, what, what is the truth? All what all that persuaded me, you know, people need the truth. So we're going to deal with the Holy Spirit who's called the spirit of the truth. That, that's the deep part of this. And uh, in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 7, in the King James Bible, and I think in terms of we're now dealing with the spirit of truth more than we're dealing with the spirit of error. You deal more with the spirit of truth that are always exposed and show up the spirit of error. And everybody will know. Just like that. You know, the example that I used earlier when two of you people can't do that. And the private give your office told you I'm glad you said that. You know, and I'd be telling them like, well as a Christian, whatever was I gonna say? You know, we we we, we know what we've up against. We know there's the truth with that we know the error, we know the spirit of error within error. you. Mm-hmm. 
you and I know, according to the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 14, that about the greatest he has been, he has been in the world. They can't see that. But I tell you what, when you begin to let it speak through you, they can hear that. Remember the scripture started up with the talk about they, they, they can't hear, but they can hear. They don't know what they're hearing, though. But those two or three people in there that come to you later, they heard. They heard. Of they had a giddy gift. Of they probably of the same spirit, like spirit. Like spirits here, like spirits. Huh? Um, then he goes on to say, you know, neither knoweth him, but he knows him. But he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And it won't take long if you get an opportunity to speak now for them to know who's in you. Not everybody, but there's somebody there that's going to recognize and know. And you don't go seeking them out, they'll find you. And they'll validate that that was God speaking. You know, and you said to God be the door, we just touch and agree to God, you'll be done. You move on, you don't dwell on it. You don't go putting them down. Yeah, the old demon, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But see, you just, you just, you, God just showed you who you're leaving them on. Now, you don't want to go back and get beaten up, you know, exhausting the spirit of error. Y'all, y'all in agreement right now. We're agreeing to the truth where the Holy Ghost is. We're going to build on that, you know. And, and now when we touch and agree on that, the Bible says when two people ask us anything, such and agree on it, we have those things that we say. So if I was to do, I want to say the most demons in the blah, 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 blah. We don't have what we say. We're going to be smashed by the word of our mouth. We're taken by the word of our No, we're going to say we just don't pray for them. We're going to pray that God will be down. We're going to pray that they be delivered. We're going to pray that they get saved. You know? And so he goes on to say, you know, in the book of uh, John, chapter 15, chapter 26, King James Bible, well, when the confidence is come, and I will send unto you from the Father, the big heaven, the heavenly Father, Creator, even the Spirit of Truth, which proceeded from the Father. He shall testify me. He now, He shall testify me. And if He in you, He in me, always remember now, there's a greater testimony than my testimony. Because He in me. And I got to let Him testify to those people in that situation. Got to let him speak, you know. Sometimes he said, man, man, I wish I showed, I showed, wish I would have gotten out of my touch. Man, I don't know what I'm doing. But you got the Holy Spirit. Every time you got There's been many times, man, that the Holy Spirit gave you with, and I know I'm not the only one. I know there have been times we may not have recognized it was the Holy Spirit. I always say how I know it's the Holy Spirit. Okay. Is that if it's based on the word, I know it's the Holy Spirit. And you know, if you know the word, you know when it's the word coming up out of your spirit. You know if it, if it even has the remote sound. Like, this is what it means by, you know, receiving the sound, understanding the sound that's coming up out of your spirit. You know, you know if it's ridiculous. You know that it's, that it's the spirit of error out there trying to exalt itself above with the knowledge of God in your life. You know. I mean, what do you do to that thought real quick? You can't get down right away. You don't get there and contemplate and have a debate in your own mind about it. You know the anger of God. You know that the high thing trying to exalt itself above the knowledge of who God is. It needs to be cast down, brought into captivity right away before it gains some, some moment before it overrides and overshadows your thought. Now you can't remember what what you need to say, who you are, where you came from, who you are now. What needs you can't you can't perceive those things. You can't even think. This is why the Bible says now the end that is able to do it getting above all we can have to take them according to the power of God. They're working in the power of power works. They didn't testify. We have the spirit of God in us, which is the spirit of truth, you know? And he do want to testify. What is he gonna to testify to? The things that we're not able to naturally but he does it spiritually. It sounds natural. But that's the way it should sound to a born again believer to give the spirit. <clears throat> this is naturally what we do. This is naturally who we are. We tell the truth. We don't struggle to tell it. It just flows out of us. Because the spirit of truth is the one speaking through us. He's bringing it back to us. He's bringing it up. Right? It was in my heart. It was hidden in my heart. 
not God is using for this situation, but he prepared me before. I'd be laughing for time. I said, man, I, I haven't heard that scripture for a long time. You know, it wasn't needed until now. You know, but God didn't wait for now to put it in me, put it in me then, but he decided to use it now. Why is that happen? Because he always knew and everything at the beginning. He already know who we're going to encounter, what's going to happen. God, as we say a lot of times, we're not caught by surprise by none of this. He's the all-wise God, the all-knowing God. He knows the end of the thing at the beginning. He knows everything that's going to happen before it happens. Let's go a further. So we see right there, he says, the seated on the Father, he shall testify. Uh, verse, I mean, chapter 16 of the book of John, verse 13, King James Bible says this. He says, how be it when he, talking about the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. <laughs> Look at here, y'all. He will guide you into all the spirits of hell. No, it's that he will guide you into all truth away from the spirit of hell. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Yeah. 
that is come. Whom I will send unto you from the Father, and the big heaven, the heaven Father, Creator, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father. He shall testify me. He now, he shall testify me. And if he in you, he in me. Always remember now, there's a greater testimony than my testimony. Because he's in me. And I got to let him testify to those people in that situation. Got to let him speak, you know. Sometimes he said, man, man, I wish I showed, I showed, wish I would have gone to my touch. Man, I don't know what I'm doing. But you got the Holy Spirit. Every sense of God, there's been many times, man, that, that the Holy Spirit gave you, and I know I'm not the only one. I know there's been times we may not have recognized it was the Holy Spirit. I always say how I know it's the Holy Spirit, okay, is that if it's based on the Word, I know it's the Holy Spirit. And you know, if you know the word, you know when it's the word coming up out of your spirit. You know if it, if it even had the remote sound. Like, this is what it means by, you know, receiving the sound. Understanding the sound that's coming up out of your spirit. You know, you know if it's ridiculous. You know that it's, if it's the spirit of error out there trying to exalt itself above with the knowledge of God in your life. You know. I mean, what do you do to that thought real quick? You cast it down right away. You don't get there and contemplate and have a debate in your own mind about it. You know that ain't from God. You know that's a high thing trying to exalt itself above the knowledge of who God is. It needs to be cast down, brought into captivity right away before it gains some, some momentum. Before it overrides and overshadows your thoughts. Now you can't remember what, what you need to say, who you are, where you came from, who you are now, what these things. You can't perceive those things. You can't even think. This is why the Bible says now to him that is able to do it, give you a bunch of all we can have to take him according to the power of God. And what is going to say? The power of God works. Let him testify. We have the Spirit of God in us, which is the Spirit of truth, you know. And he do want to testify. What is he going to testify to? The things that we're not able to naturally. But he does it spiritually. It sound natural. But that's the way it should sound to a born again believer to give the Spirit. This is naturally what we do. This is naturally who we are. We tell the truth. We don't struggle to tell it. It just flows out of us. Of the Spirit of Truth is the one speaking through us. He's bringing it back to us. He's bringing it up. Right? It was in my heart. It was hidden in my heart months ago when I studied the Word. Now God is using it for this situation. But He prepared me before. I'd be laughing for time. I said, Man, I, I haven't heard that scripture for a long time. You know. It wasn't needed until now, you know. But God didn't wait for now to put it in me, put it in me then. But He decided to use it now. Why is that, now? Because He already knew He never think at the beginning. He already know who we're gonna encounter, what's gonna happen. God, as we say a lot of times, not caught by surprise by none of this. He's the all wise God, the all knowing God. He knows the end of the thing at the beginning. He knows everything that's gonna happen. So we see right there, he said, the seed of the Father, he shall testify.
you, you see, you see, you see me saying that whatsoever he said, that's what he gonna say. Where is he getting it from? He's hearing it from God, just like that. And if he's hearing it from God, I love when Jesus came to teach. What did he tell them? I'm not coming up with, with my own teaching. I'm coming with what the Father gave me to give. He sent me with this message, and when you hear me, you hear the Father. And so the same thing happened when you hear the Holy Spirit in the Father and the Son. You know, because they got to hear too. So they'll know what to say. Because see, Jesus was physically with us. He with us not through the Holy Spirit. So they definitely got to hear from him. How are we going to hear God if not through the Son and through the Spirit, Spirit of truth? How do people going to hear that God ain't in us and speaking to us what to say when to say and he goes on to say, and he shall show you things to come. But they didn't want just automatic prophets in our head. We got to have them help. We got to have them from the after the Omega, beginning and the end. The one who knows the end. We got to have that help. To see and prepare for what is to come. Eternity is to come. Things that we don't know is to come. But God allow us to look at the word and see those things that be not as though they are. We're doing it right now. The Holy Spirit will show it to us. Any, anything else that's there, we're only seeing it in part. Like we're fleshing through a glass in part, you know, but the, but the full picture is going to be shown one day. The lid's going to come up, you're going to see all the good, you're going to behold all the good. And so, last, uh, last verse here uh, before we transition is in the book of First John, chapter 2, verse 27, 10, 10, about it says, But the anointing which, which have received, which we have received, but the anointing which ye have received of him abided in you, and ye need not that what any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is true, and is no lie. And even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. To teach him. Abide in him. Father. Abide in him. Abide in them. Because they're one and the same. You know, they're they're not different people. You know, they're all one and the same. Their message is the same. They all go by what they hear. You should always go by what you hear from them, not somebody else. Every distinct voice, we got to perceive that sound and understand that sound. That's God speaking to me through the Holy Spirit. Go with what He speaks. Okay, in the book of 1 John, chapter 5, verse 6, the King James Bible says this. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that bears witness, because the spirit is true. Now understand, Jesus didn't circumvent the way he came. He came the way the Father sent him. You have to understand that he was born just like anybody else. The problem is, we don't understand, he wasn't conceived of man. It, it, it's amazing, but you have to have a clear mind about how he came so that we don't confuse ourselves. Okay? The Holy Ghost impregnated Mary to give birth to Jesus, but he had no human blood. But he was born again. So miraculous. Don't fog, don't fog your mind down trying to figure that out like Nicodemus did. Just believe that God the things that, that God do, we can't comprehend all of it. We have to believe in God. Because it's written for, for us to learn it. I can sit here, man, and confuse ourselves with it and confuse others. It's just, just exactly what God said, that's what we say. And what we learned in previous verse, what, what he heard, that's what he said. Oh, it's good. He said, that's not what God was trying to say. No. He said what he heard. Jesus said what he heard. We got to say what we hear. And we got to believe what we hear is from God. That's when it's written down. That's what I learned. Don't add to it. Don't take from it. Here's, here's what gets people in trouble. Private interpretation. Just like when Satan came to Eve, we stood there believing what God had said. And he just started contemplating and thinking about it because he put a little spin on it. Sure, that's not what he meant. So it's kind of the same thing here, you know. 
you know, he had to come that way because that's the way the Father came. We have to do it the way God give it to us and don't confuse us and say that don't make sense. No, not so to call them. Are you trying to just, just, just under you don't have to figure out God to take faith in what he said, to believe what he said. Come to God and believe in God and he said that God don't believe what he's going to do. Let him figure out how he's going to do it. I just have to take what he said as truth, as gospel. Last verse here for Timothy Rapid. You ain't just to go back to the first one. Thank you for that. Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We're going to go right to our comments.